0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get
2: a free pair of socks with your first order at Kizik.com slash socks.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Gillcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock. This Gillcast is on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast and simulcast on the Roto Grinders. Fantasy football podcast uh, feed as well. I am joined by Sammy Reed and Nate Knolling, uh, a gang of fish. Unfortunately, though, Sammy, we all we all won this week. I don't I don't have very much to complain about. I have a few complaints, uh, and I would definitely like to call out some of the people that played me for being so bad at DFS. But other than that, I just I don't know how much there is that we're going to have to whine about. Uh, no, no dunks, really. No dunks.
3: Oh, no. No dunks. And I had dunks just all teed up. Like, I was going to go 1992 Sean Kemp on you guys after the morning games when Fournette was going to smash, and it just didn't happen. So the, the listeners don't get that. They don't get the Nate-faded Ian Thomas because he swapped in Ian Thomas at the last minute. That was almost gonna be just so. Yeah, emo- I think he I think
1: it. he un I think he unmuted our group chat this morning just to announce that he was not in fact fading Ian Thomas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Cause I I wanted to fade CMC and then like it was like five minutes before lock and I'm like, oh crap, I'm I'm back on the CMC, Ian Thomas team. And Yeah. It- so
1: so the CMC fade looked pretty good for two and a half quarters. And then he just, I mean, he just did what he does. I think, what did he get? Ten? He got 10 receptions? No, 11 receptions. He has never had, uh, true story, never had less than 11 receptions against the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons in his career.
2: Yeah, I mean, he just, that's part of what CMC does, is he just, his usage is is so nuts that like he's never out of it. One play he's easily back into it and then when he doesn't need that one play he just gets there through all these other avenues. Yeah, he it's either nuts. he
3: either gets the rushing bonus cuz they're ahead or he catches 10 balls cuz they're behind. There's just yeah. no other outcome for CMC.
1: Uh if I can if I can dunk on you though, mate. If, you, if you'd allow it. Uh, Robert Woods now leads Cooper Cup on the year in Whopper in weighted opportunity ranking. He now has more of that than Cooper Cup. After Cooper Cup, fully healthy, just played 32% of the snaps for the Los Angeles Rams football team. And that's
3: basically like the same amount of snaps that Michael Thomas plays, right, Nate? Rough,
1: roughly, like pretty, they do roughly, play about the same.
3: Yeah, pretty
2: equal? Roughly. Very similar. Roughly. It's just the uh, West Coast version.
3: I feel like West- Nate should. I feel like Nate should have to buy you a Bob Woods jersey,
1: at the but end with the- wa- but with Whopper on the back. So like yeah. like that stupid <laughs> that stupid number seventeen that he wears, but with just W O P R on the back.
3: Nate, after but you what- printed this week, uh, I think you can afford it, bro. <laughs> You can afford it. <laughs> Get that thing in the mail, dude. Christmas is coming up.
2: Yeah, after last so- week, the Robert Woods dunking didn't feel good, but this week, I mean, I'll take it.
3: So I, I, just, uh, I, I just take so much pleasure in seeing Dink dunk on you. It,
1: no, it is because when Dink dunks on someone, no one can really ever come back at Dink. It's not like you can be like, oh well. Blah, blah. It's like a Dink dunk is just it is what it is because <laughs> he's Drew Dinkmeyer. You just yeah, gotta you just take, take it. it.
2: But yeah. the thing is, like he's he's been sitting on those, and it's just like okay, I'll let you. Like I don't even. Oh, <laughs> he
1: nothing. listens. He listens to this podcast, dude, and he does not forget.
2: Yeah, no, no, Dink, and
3: and that's the thing. Dink's like a made man, like he's like part of the mafia, where like those you can mess sit, with
2: them. Those have been sitting in those drafts waiting since like week seven.
1: Dude, every time Robert Woods like catches a pass, we like mention you in our in our Slack <laughs> because like we just we all know we all knew the math would get there eventually. It's just you have sometimes yeah. math takes its time.
2: Well, hopefully you guys didn't lose too much money before week fourteen. Where on Robert? Woods. Sir,
1: I played Robert Woods in a game where he did not record a reception. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that rushing floor though that rushing floor. the
1: gad the gadget floor Nate and that's what you forget that's what you forget I, I have a feeling gadget floor is going to come to play when we talk about Sammy's wide receivers here in a little bit uh unusual oh, we- situation we still for us need to
2: dunk on Sammy Sammy fade we-, out,
1: we-, we will we will in a moment we you can't we'll you can't get- d- dude I printed today this is
3: how can you dunk
1: Oh, we, we're we still going to because you're, right, you're, you're an idiot fish. Come with it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Matumbo you scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nate, I believe in the, the entire time we've been doing this, like four or five years or whatever, I don't know if you and I have ever had the same team. Sammy and I have had the same team. I can't recall you and I ever having the same team.
2: Yeah, I don't think we ever have. And it was funny because I thought you were off of car. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just –
1: I was looking to get off of Derek Carr from the moment I found this team, uh, like on Wednesday, and it's just, it's just nothing you can do. It was just the right team.
2: I'll say this: if it wasn't for the Fuller news, we wouldn't have had the same team. The Fuller, I wasn't. Oh well, yeah, things. I would
1: not have played. I would not have played Stills if Fuller was active. No, I had, I had this team with, um, uh, I had Demarius Thomas and Christian Kirk.
2: Yeah, I had a car team with Kirk Hopkins and Thomas queued up with uh, Devonta over CMC up, up until this morning when the when the fuller news came out. All right, Sammy,
1: why did you play uh, Derek Carr as someone who approaches cash games from an art from an artistic perspective? Uh, tell me how you talked yourself into Derek Carr.
3: Uh, if you want me to be honest, uh, you damn fish talked me into it. So this morning. I had my team, except I had Breeze. Breeze was my cash game QB like.
1: Oh always. dude. A- everyone, everyone who, Breeze, <laughs> everyone who didn't no, play Breeze everyone who didn't play Breeze is literally the most like we all of us we we won. We printed whatever. We are meant we are stupid. Drew dude, Breeze I- at home, fifty nine hundred. It just it should have began and ended there. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm the most mentally weak. I'm
3: the most mentally weak because Wait, I- you had the salary. Yeah, I would not have swapped if yeah, I. Yeah, big, big time. Yeah, because what I had, I had Boyd and Breeze, and then I shifted to Carr and Edelman, and uh, that would have just. I mean, you know, I, I, I would have. It didn't more. matter,
1: but it it matters because we all made a big process error in the sense of like just skipping because I didn't even consider him. I was I was really? either going to be playing. I was either going to be playing Watson or Carr. In cash, I, no, I didn't I, look at any other team really. I was like on
3: Breeze all week because that's just the team I had. I had high-priced wide receiver, low-priced wide receiver, and then I felt very comfortable with Boyd because Boyd's been stacking since uh, basically every game with Andy Dalton. And they Boyd should be Boyd behind. was not a good cash play. He was bad.
1: What do you What do you mean? Did he, he gets would like- not. He would he would not have been good. He he did not project that well with John Ross back. Bro, he just he just gets
3: like that was that was actually a little bit of worry for me is would his targets be as clean and they actually weren't he only got six targets so but yeah, yeah I, I was fine playing him but yeah. I like Breeze
2: Breeze Breeze was fine it, for me it wasn't like a uh, I wasn't on Breeze in the earlier in the week I was either going to be paying down for a car or like up for a a Jameis slash like or even going higher there was like Breeze just fell in a weird range that I think if you played Tannehill or like Murray over Breeze, that would Oh,
1: anyone, crazy. anyone? Okay, seriously? You lucked re- out. Like for real, for real. If you're listening to this and you played Tannehill over Drew Breeze, come on, man. Send, <laughs> send me an invite next week, I guess. <laughs> you know, you, you do such
3: good marketing, Davis. Uh, you know, the, like the only listener that's like, like called me out and offered me an invite... Send me a two dollar
1: head-to-head <laughs> i mean I, here's the thing i mean if a you send $2. me i can't i can't accept the two dollars because i have the maximum amount entered in those games by yeah. sunday when people start sending them out so like they like the people have just learned to send like if, if you send me a five i can accept that a 10 a 20 or whatever uh but yeah i can't i just can't accept the two dollar one so people stop sending those yeah well i i got it <laughs>
3: And, did you uh, and, did you
1: win? Did you win your two dollar head to head? Yeah, of course I did. Smash! But, like if
3: it, but if it was one k, it would have been great. You know, maybe next next week we can double down and do.
1: I got a. I play. I play this other fish. This guy. I don't even. I don't even actually know his name. He just trolls me on Twitter. But this guy played probably the worst lineup I've ever seen that someone has sent me. Like in terms of like what it looked like. Like pre lock, he played Ryan Griffin for like four and a half k or whatever. And then played <clears throat> did not play Michael Thomas or DeAndre Hopkins, either one of them, and, and chose Devante? to pay 6.9K for Devontae. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jesus.
2: honestly, that was here's here's the mistake people did make. Like I don't think the weeks made or lost at quarterback. I think there were 75% of people who faded Michael Thomas this week and played insane. and must have played Devonte or something like that I don't is know, what people did at wide receiver when i op- when we flopped and i looked at ownership percentages on thomas and hopkins i was floored i don't know what did people just get off of him because of the matchup what was
1: it uh you you know you know why are you, like you know the reason why people did not play michael thomas was because they were playing the 49ers and the same thing for hopkins as well cuz uh i i believe the Chris Harris is the name of the corner, Sammy, for That's the Broncos. Right. That's right.
3: I'm very proud yeah, of you, David. I'm
1: literally I'm the sharpest. So people think that guy is like the the shutdown corner of like the I don't know. People just think that guy's really good, and he might be. I don't know. Did not matter today though. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It, it didn't seem that good when Hopkins was dancing around in the <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll I'll be honest. I, it's very easy for for to sound cocky about this stuff, but like I will definitely play wide receivers in spots against these elite cornerbacks in the future, and probably get burned by it.
3: Yeah, I mean we we clown, but like legit two seasons ago, we were pouring over like cornerback wide receiver matchups, and like oh, I definitely spends- like
1: the, the the automatic absolutes definitely did used to feature that stuff. <laughs> you got the, you got the
3: PFF chart, and you're like, oh snap! Like this guy spends sixty eight percent of his time in the slot, and Chris Harris also. 65% in the spot. Right. We it,
2: yeah. i the been I've been fading matchups since 2015.
3: <laughs> yeah, Nate. Well, it, it's it's more of a science, Nate. You're very Nate. Terrible.
1: It's it's Nate. It's really more of a science in terms of building lineups. Overzet. had a very good tweet last week when Cardi had that smash. He was like, he's. I, I think it was Cardi is fourth in the Spy. It's really more of a science <laughs> than an art. <laughs> <laughs> Does Pete have bad tweets?
2: I haven't seen a lot. Before. No, he just... I, he just it's must like, delete them or something because every tweet is just fire. He's the He is just the best. Uh, okay, Seriously, so... Though, in this $5 double up, the giant one, I mean, Hopkins was 50. Nate, Nate this, is not a,
1: this is not a peasant show. We refer to the massive $25 double up on this that, podcast. That, that's right. Come on, bro. Yeah,
2: but most of my head-to-heads <laughs> are not 25 and above, so like... The five dollar is much more reflective of my actual cash game like
1: Oh, you mean people don't send you one oh nines and then play Sam Darnold against you? (laughs) 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 There's just nothing gives me joy than seeing people play bad lineups against me and then them getting mad on Twitter when they lose. It's just it gives me so
2: much joy. Do you still play who sends you one case?
1: No, he bailed. He uh, he lost, and then Davis felted him, and just like I, th- I don't think I, I don't think I felted him, but you one hundred percent did. Dude, check his profile and see if he's played
3: any DFS in the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that makes me feel kind of bad, dude. I'm not trying to be mean <laughs> to people, but <clears throat> I do like clowning on fish. Uh, okay, so let's just try and do some real analysis. People are, dude. People are so annoyed right now. We're like twenty minutes into this show. <laughs> All all we've done is congratulate ourselves on like winning eight hundred combined dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want a lot more than that, my friend. <laughs> it was a good day, but I'm not I'm not trying to I don't want to be that annoying. So Derek Carr. I he was just a I think he was just a good play, but the re, the reason why I was at least able to uh, in a mentally weak way comfort myself and to play him the in the cash.
2: Get your hand in the dirt, Davis. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's hear it. Banged up running back. No, just take.
1: that if Jacobs wasn't going to play, I think that they would be slightly more pass heavy. That wasn't. That's as not old, even hand in the dirt, Nate. That's math, that wasn't dude. as
2: old football guy as I was hoping you were going to go with that. I
1: mean, it's just here. Just here, you, price. here, do, you, here pay, do you want me? Do you want me to get my hand in the dirt? The hand in the dirt take would be even if Jacobs plays. They got a banged up running back. They're not trying to have him take hits on his shoulder near the goal line, so they'd be more likely to throw near the goal line. That would be. That, that would be the hand in the dirt for. take.
2: Yeah. That was what I was looking for.
1: But from the uh, math perspective was just it slid a little bit more pass heavy for them.
2: Yeah, and carr is just way too underpriced for for that. At 5K compared to some of these other quarterbacks that he was priced at. When you looked at this um when you looked at this game, I just he was a value. He was a good value. What, all
1: week. Whatever. I feel bad about playing car. Like car's a scrub. He has no Car's up- car's a scrub, dude, but quarterbacks are like as long as you don't get the Matt Ryan four pointer, you you don't lose quarterback by that much. No, quarterback I is fungible.
3: Car is because the rest of your lineup works.
2: Yeah, quarterback is a completely. fun. Enough.
1: yeah, but I'm trying to talk myself into every play I make, though.
3: I am too, and uh, and I hated myself for playing Derek Carr, and I still do. So you know, so I, I, I'm lucky
2: it worked out.
1: Running backs, uh, Nate and I played Christian McCaffrey, Bilal Powell. Alvin Kamara, uh, I didn't really think twice about Blau Powell. I was just like, whatever, he's going to be sixty. It's going to be sixty percent owned. Uh, there was like a report this morning that he was going to be splitting work with Josh Adams and Ty Montgomery. Josh Adams did not receive a touch in this game. Montgomery had four carries, I think, and three receptions. Two of those receptions came on the last drive. Uh, I, the Jets were horrible in the second half. I, they like barely moved the ball in the second half until that very it, final it, it horrible
3: drive. The entire season. I mean, it's just like they'll all have 19 rushes and three targets for three points. I believe that this was this? the
1: most rushing yards that any Jets running back has had this season. I think that's accurate. Yeah. I yeah.
3: Mean, and he got, and he was like, Paul is early. actually better right? than Le'Veon Bell. That's not like a hot take.
2: Yeah. And uh, I Soccer think your dad is somewhere with his pants off after that, Sammy. I mean, it's, <laughs> so, it's just a fact. Like, I Bell
1: think is, that, uh, Powell is going to be the running back for the rest of the season. I think that they're just done with Bell. Like he's you, out. Just
3: think, you just think he has the plague?
1: No, I just think he doesn't. Like the Manish meta reported that he wants to be traded and the team wants to trade him at the end of the year. So it's just like a situation where it's not working out. Why would Le'Veon Bell go play for a team for two games when he doesn't care?
2: How uh, how did Faden, those, uh, the Pittsburgh thing, work for Bell and Brown? I mean, literally, two years ago, they were on top of the world and now they're...
1: And now and now Duck Hodges is going to be in <laughs> the sixth seed in the AFC it's gonna be wild.
3: From their it's gonna be great. If we win so, the, if, if the Steelers win the Super Bowl, we're gonna have to do like a special go cast for me.
1: So uh, I'll be there for you, Sammy. Christian McCaffrey was not in the top optimal on daily roto. Uh, it was actually the Devonta Freeman team that scored way more points than my team. But uh, he was in the uh, my my team is the top daily roto optimal with Christian McCaffrey locked. So. We were all pretty convinced Christian McCaffrey was, like, the worst play of the slate after, like, the first two drives because you know who got the second carry of the game? Reggie Reggie (laughs) Bonifant. You know who got the third carry of the game? Curtis Samuel. Like, what? I was – A couple carries. No, but I was just very convinced that this was going to be the Galaxy Brain game where, like, this this new coaching staff was just going to be like – oh, yeah, we got to see if Bonifon's our guy, so we need to know if we got to draft another running back. And we got re- to – like, I was pretty convinced that it was – and I think it was in the first half. Like, it was a little bit of a galaxy brain game because they didn't go back to Christian McCaffrey on second and goal, which, like, the Kyle, old coaching staff yeah. always did. Um, But, yeah, I mean, he ended up like got 24. Probably was bad to play him. It was – it was a – uh, it was it was a mentally weak, fear based decision making, Nate, and you can't convince me otherwise.
2: I mean, I don't know his.
1: It, his... it was a hundred percent mentally weak.
2: No, I think there was enough value to get to him, and even when I was fading him, the like I, I said, like he's not a bad play. He it's there weren't enough good reasons to fade him. It's just that he wasn't in like a smash spot. But the reality is even with, what did he get Hit 12 targets? I mean, his, his expected workload just from passing is so high. I mean, he literally had 17.4 expected points solely from receptions. So like, I don't know. So I was, if I can be I, the, I was,
1: if I can be the voice of a CMC fader here, uh, he got, I think, six of those targets in the last two drives for the Panthers. Strong.
3: I mean, here's the thing. I was, I was never on Team Fade CMC. I was always playing him because the way this works is there, were, there was value at running back, right? There was Bilal and, you know, people thought Camaro was underpriced and there was Laird and, you know, all, all those dudes, Freeman. But the truth is when we have all these 4 to 5K running backs, somebody's going to bust. One of them's going to bust. It almost always happens. And McCaffrey just has this insane floor to the point where, no, I, like I played 0% of him in, in tournaments because I don't think like he can really like four or five X. But the reality is in cash games, when other people play guys who are going to bust and you just like knock off 25 or 30 with McCaffrey every week, all their other plays have to smash for them to get to where you're at. And, uh, and I just don't think that like in large field, double ups and stuff like that. It's a worthwhile proposition to get rid of that floor.
2: Yeah. I I would say this. I think I'm, I'm with you on that, Sammy. I think at the end of the day, even though he got it on those last two drives, that's part of why you play McCaffrey is because he can't get games scripted out, versus Kamara or these other uh, running. He can
1: bats. he can get Kyle Allen out though, where Kyle Allen is so incompetent that he's literally incapable of uh, not getting sacked or throwing an interception. There are like there are stretches of games where the Panthers just go three and out or uh, and with like without like completing passes, like well like going three and out, like without like moving the ball forward a yard because Kyle Allen is. I would rank him as one of the five worst quarterbacks I've watched in my lifetime.
2: But he's wow. averaged thirty points per game this year. With that, like, I mean, the last like three games, Kyle Allen has done this exact same thing, and McCaffrey still has managed to put up thirty plus in two of them.
3: Didn't Allen cuck him for a one yard touchdown?
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, right at the fourth quarter, the last the last play. Uh, did either of you? Consider leaving swaptions open for DeAndre Washington. I did, but it left me not playing Hopkins and not playing Watson yeah. or not playing Michael Thomas. So I just was like, "This is not worth it."
2: There was nowhere I, to
1: go. There was like, well, you had to play. You had to play Fournette and then have a cheap wide receiver in the lake. So the the thing that I had looked at was I think it was Mike Williams, uh, Johnny Smith. Leonard Fournette that went into DeAndre Washington, Darren Waller, or that, some combination of like those late game guys. I don't remember the exact three v three, but there it just so it much didn't make sense in the early
2: games that it was really difficult. Like yeah, it was I, just more I the bill around the early stuff.
3: I did consider it, and uh, you guys you're actually a
1: you're actually a sick fish because you played. <laughs> You played a late game running back, and you you're you're actually this is actually bona fide bad of you to not have prepared this swap Like I, I thought you should have at least played like a late game quarterback or something. No, that's that's that was so
3: that was a thing. Like I could have potentially swapped uh, off. Uh, oh yeah, you Fournette could have played Mahomes, and I could have played Mahomes. That's right. Oh, you're a, you're
1: a, you are bad. No, I'm not. I'm not bad. I was, dude. I was
2: I ahead. No, I'm not
1: bad. bad. <laughs> Am I bad? Okay. No, I'm is looking at bad? your team. I'm looking at your team right now. You are okay. This is so. Here's your. First of all, everyone needs to know. Sammy's a sick fish. He played Leonard Fournette over Alvin Kamara. We're gonna talk more about that in like a couple minutes. But I first need to explain why Sammy is a sick fish for not preparing this swap. So looking at your team, I was you, prepared. I just didn't do it. You needed to have Corey Davis or some of uh, probably Corey Davis, but you needed to have a cheap late game wide receiver over Paris Campbell because it's not like Paris Campbell was some slam dunk like you had to lock that guy in. Correct. Uh, and then you needed to have you needed to have the swap ready to go from Fournette to Washington and then up to uh, you already had Edelman, so I guess it would have been Shark or something like that. Like it just you just should have you just should have because Washington was. Like he was, was gonna get fifteen yeah. Yeah, I mean he was gonna get fifteen points. So it was Could just like can, it was just can, like can it doesn't like matter Keenan if Allen. Shark was not optimal. He certainly was better than than Paris Campbell. Yeah, it would have been like Keenan Allen. Yeah. So yeah, it just it you you or or you you got up to Mike Williams and they go from Carr to Mahomes.
2: Here's what I would say, Sammy ninety five percent of the field had no option to take the best running back value of the day. You did and chose to play FatNet instead. And Derek yeah. Carr.
3: Right, just because I was doing good going into the afternoon. Like I knew That's I
1: was right. Did you did you like look at it though? Like I need mean to know you looked at it.
2: No, of course I looked at it. Okay. I think looking at it makes it worse. Like I'd rather have Sammy fell asleep and didn't realize that FatNet was like No,
1: because I so I see what Sammy's saying. He was gonna cash no matter what. Like he there was he he was not gonna be losing money.
2: That's, yeah, and it, I just it, felt like I felt like
3: uh the, the thing about Washington that I was actually wrong about is I thought that Richard would eat into like his passing game work.
1: He actually has more more targets than Richard this year.
3: Yeah, I just thought they'd split that up. I, I wasn't like, oh, they'll use him as a true bell cow, whereas they do use Fournette as a true bell cow. So I just thought, hey, I'm ahead of the field right now.
1: Yeah, but, but you played Derek Carr when you could have had Mahomes. I mean... I'm like, I don't, I don't even know how many fantasy... Mahomes. I don't even know how many fantasy points he had. I just know that going into the game, Mahomes is projected for many more points. No, for
3: sure. I would have rather had Mahomes, but I just, you know, I'm going to stick with the running back I like the best, which is Fournette. And in that situation, I was prepared to swap. I just didn't think it was prudent at that point. You know, like not not that much of the field was playing Edelman. Not that much of the field was playing Fournette. And I'm like, dude, these guys are good plays. I feel good
2: about my lineup. I'm not swapping. I wish I would have uh, gotten to Edelman and Cash as well. Edelman was such a good play.
1: Well, so, if I mean, if we knew, Nate, if we knew Washington was good oh, to I go. Gotten, I would have had we, Edelman. We would have pl- played Washington over Kamara, and we would have played Edelman.
2: Yeah. I would
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, so, so let's talk about the, let's just get into the Kamara versus Fournette thing, because you guys were just like, I mean, you tweeted like you were just gonna like windmill dunk me if. I mean, Nate.
1: Here's the thing. They scored 46 points, dude. You ran purer than the sun itself to not have gotten dunked on by by Alvin Kamara. You like? I, mean, you I just. No I need idea. you. I need you to know that this is truly one of the least excusable decisions ever made by someone on this show. This is about as bad as me playing D. Westbrook again after he had given me zero points like two weeks before.
3: You know what? You guys want me to take the L, but you know what? I'm not taking the L. It's not going to freaking <coughs> he's happen. Pulling,
1: he's pulling a Nemo Noling. He's just not taking Nulling. it.
3: Dude, screw you guys. Like, this happens every week. Taysom Hill comes in and cucks him. Drew Brees jumps for a touchdown. Uh, some tight end named Hill gets a touchdown. Like, everybody gets a touchdown, but Kamara... They have so many options, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, but
1: you played you played Leonard Fournette, who is not exactly a noted touchdown scorer, who nah, is dude. actually a, no, a noted luck. a noted fatter.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not at all surprised that Fournette didn't score a touchdown.
1: <laughs> so, so okay, so here's the thing: Alvin Kamara's team scored 46 points, and your your main argument, if I if I heard you, if I can understand you correctly, equity. was you felt you felt more comfortable in the the touchdown equity. Of one Mr. Leonard Fatnet and also oh, yeah. that he would he would receive more touches than Alvin Kamara. What That's actually right. happened Kamara got thirteen carries, Leonard Fournette got fifteen, Leonard Fournette was targeted six times, Alvin Kamara was targeted six times.
2: Sir Okay, so so there, me I mean this. since Kamara <laughs> okay, has so come back since Kamara's come back, he's averaged like twenty-five percent target share and above fifty percent rushing attempt share. And in a game like this at home with Drew Brees as his quarterback, that just is you, insane. You don't you thing.
1: don't understand the Taysom Hill theory though. Sammy is unwilling to subject himself to the Taysom Hill troll. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of that noise.
3: <laughs> I'm I'm done with that smoke, bro. Dude, I'll, I'll be honest when he it's got tilting. the when it's he got so the tilting. fourth
1: and when he got the fourth and one carry, I was like, I might never play Alvin Kamara ever again. I may I may actually be done with it. or or they ran a jet sweep. They ran a jet sweep with Taysom Hill.
3: Dude, of course they did. I mean he, and, and here's the thing, Fournette ran bad because Jacksonville got blown out so hard that they actually took Fournette out pretty much the entire fourth quarter. He's a guy that
1: normally Well doesn't. no one could have seen no one could have seen that coming. That's Look, dude, never happened. Dude, That's never happened. Like, he plays like
3: ninety percent of the snaps. I wanted a guy who was on the field all the time, who well, gets all the goal line work, who Sammy, all- please
2: you cannot say Fournette ran bad when Kamara literally Team put up a hundred, like the game put up a hundred points, and Kamara didn't score a touchdown.
1: Not even, not even. You know what? I'm not even going to argue the touchdown thing with him. I just, I just would say in a game where that many points were scored and that many and plays were ran, are ran, my, my dude, my dude got 70K points. You literally <laughs> ran so
2: hot, Sammy. You are hotter than the sun. Like it, to, to even tilt and Fournette is just. Can
1: I? Can I? Uh, the fact that can Kamara I make put a, up thirty is. Can I make a point to you, Sammy, that I don't know if you had considered? Wasn't, wasn't Rykel Armstead, um, wasn't he not active for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game and then he was active for this game? I don't know, man. I don't, I,
3: don't, I don't worry about that noise. Fournette plays 90% of the snaps. He gets 90% of the work. Like, what's what are we arguing here? There's a bell cow, which is Fournette. There's a part-time player, which is Camara. Cool story. Easy game.
1: This is, this is this this is is Nate level, like, refusing to hold it. Dude, I'm not taking the L. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys.
2: <laughs> I just, I'm mad that it didn't dunk. Like, yeah, I'm really was, mad that it didn't dunk. You guys dunk are mad.
3: Me. You know how mad I am when Fournette equals Kamara's points halfway through the second quarter, and I'm just like, oh, these guys are going to get it. These guys are going to get smashed tonight. And then he didn't do squat the rest of the game. And then, and then, in something it. that
1: no one could have predicted, the Jacksonville Jaguars got blown out. Whatever, I hate you guys. Like, <laughs> I think the biggest shocker they scored forty six points, Sammy. If I tell you, if I tell you yesterday, I got I got Biff's Sports Almanac. The New Orleans Saints score forty six points at home against the San Francisco 49ers. Do you or do you not play Alvin Kamara? Um, am I shocked when the when they're not goal line back doesn't? Score I'm just you. The no. only the only information you get is that the score of the 49ers game is forty eight to forty six, and there's no defensive touchdown scored.
3: Yeah, bro. In your fantasy world where I can see the score but not who actually scored the points, sure, I'll, I'll take the guy who like. That's
1: not fantasy world. That's math. That's that's the math of trying to project games out, dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so sammy you literally faded kamara at 7k like you're
3: you're, you're you're like swearing like kamara is the kamara that he's always been and he's not
1: he's, he's not no kamara kamara now is just fancy K austin eckler which is still a good
2: oh, play at dude.
1: 7k austin eckler is so much better than kamara
3: I get fading
1: Camaro. when he's 8K. <laughs> this that's not even a question. <laughs>
2: like I, I get fading Camaro when he's eight K. He's literally seven K at home.
1: Oh thank God he's not on the main slate next I week. Yeah, you know,
2: know.
3: I, I like my and running backs to, to, to
1: get to get like bell cow
3: usage, Nate. That's what I like.
2: You faded twenty five percent of targets. I just I think it was bad. I think it was real bad. So, so would you play on a receiver to make up for the because Fournette was like what? He played. More? He
1: he, see, he made he made a two x egregious error in my humble
3: professional opinion. Oh yeah, well n- well now here's the point where I tell you that I played Paris Campbell in cash and you guys <laughs> I mean, like you guys laugh a little bit, but like you guys played Kenny Stills, so you can't like really like. Dude, I, I
1: I posted a, I posted a gif to Twitter, which is just that me and Kenny Stills is Lucy in the football. Like, I, Kenny Seals, I got all of him in best ball. I drafted him on all these high-stakes teams. I played him that week where I had to swap off of him because I was so far behind in all my Bro, games. Bro,
3: you, you play him every week that that Will, out. Fuller is out, and he never does anything. It's like 5.3. No, 3, 4. no,
1: he 8. did. He he did in one week. It was a showdown slate, so it didn't matter. Right, yeah.
3: That's, that's like Fournette scoring the two touchdowns on that Thursday night or whatever. Like... He,
1: it just doesn't happen for Stills, you know? It's He's fine, but... Here's know. the thing. It does. It just doesn't happen, like, when I need it.
3: It just doesn't happen for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I didn't... So, here's why the Paris Campbell play was stupid. Uh, he was coming back off of an injury and he was going to play, like, 50% of the snaps. Here's why the Paris Campbell play is good. Uh, he is a lot better than Marcus Johnson is and they were going to design some gadget stuff for him unfortunately all he got was the gadget stuff that was his only his only targets were on these very stupid scripted plays and then one third down like heave
3: yeah, and Marcus Johnson scored like a long touchdown
1: immediately. Imme- actually, you knew you you knew you weren't happy. Yeah.
3: No, no, I knew I was. I knew I knew I was screwed then because at first I don't know Paris Campbell's freaking number. I was like, oh, that's got to be Paris
1: Campbell. It's lit. <laughs> Marcus it was... Johnson is like five inches taller than Paris Campbell. Yeah. No, I figured that out like in the second quarter. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Paris Campbell was a fish play. What can I say? I'll take the L on that. Like you know, you know who
1: played? You know who played Paris Campbell? Was it Dink? My uh, my dumb, my dumb fish who also played Sam Darnold was all over <laughs> the Paris Campbell play. Strong, very strong. You know, good matchup, man, against Tampa Bay. Good matchup. Was it? Oh yeah, they have a terrible pass defense.
3: Yeah, I mean, if I had told you, like in the future, that that you know uh, they had they would score thirty eight points, you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take that three point two k receiver. Uh, you
1: know, yeah. mm, probably not. <laughs> probably not exactly how that works. <laughs> I mean Anyways. we didn't even ha- we didn't even have a bad projection for Paris Campbell. Like it like it wasn't like he was some egregious play. No. I mean uh, he was just
3: three point two and he let me get everything I mean I punted like I punted quarterback with carr, I punted with Ballal. I punted with Ian Thomas, I punted with the Bucks defense so I could get like Fournette, Thomas, Edelman, McCaffrey. You know, that was that was what I was trying to do.
1: So why did why did you not view Hopkins as much of a must as Nate and I? Uh, just because I thought Edelman was
3: close to as good. I, I thought Hopkins was certainly a, in a, an amazing play. Um,
1: so, but, I but thought you just Edelman, you, you I mean, it was just very important to get to to Fournette. Yeah, I had to get Fournette, and
3: it, honestly, <laughs> like, <laughs> I had to get that Belkow running back, bro. I had to get that usage. But no, I I thought that Edelman was a great play. I mean, I. This was supposed to be the highest-paced game of the year, that KC and, uh, and New England game, and I thought that Edelman's getting...
1: Turns out it's very hard to be a-, a fast-paced game when the New England Patriots are just, in fact, not a good professional football team. I mean, if,
3: if, if the Patriots had a good quarterback,
1: Edelman would have gone for, like, 38. Oh, yeah, yeah. if the Patriots had, like uh, like, Brian Hoyer... Easy game. I think he could yeah. have smashed Ryan Tannehill, bro. He's hitting Kyle four. Allen, yeah. maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: <That's>, <laughs> yeah, we're trolling the Bats fans now. Sorry, guys.
2: I think I'm Davis is lower on Edelman than he
3: should be. I think Edelman had to be said, but if somebody who could throw like faster than 68 miles an hour, uh, was at quarterback, that last play would have been a
1: touchdown, dude. So, here's the thing I'm I, I like Edelman. Just fine. I I like him as much as I like him as much as uh, our projections like him. We had Julian Edelman projected for our fourth highest amount of fantasy points uh, at the wide receiver position. And that was four points worse than we had DeAndre Hopkins for. There was just not not a chance that I was going to be playing Edelman over Hopkins. And and to me, Michael Thomas was a lock, despite the fact that we actually had Hopkins projected for more points than Michael Thomas.
3: Yeah, I mean that. I I do think that was maybe a little fish. I mean, I thought Edelman was a great play, but I I don't H- think I'm Hopkins
1: without Fuller is like.
3: Yeah, I don't. That, think That's I as consider, good as it gets. I don't think I consider that quite as hard as I should have. Like Hopkins I mean, his
2: target share without Fuller has been like above thirty percent, like easy. It's like thirty-four percent or something. I I can't remember what I had. Him it is it is today.
1: thirty-four and a half percent.
3: You
2: know.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty stupid. We we uh, and we even had that a shade low. We had it at thirty
2: three point three percent. Yeah, I had him below thirty three today, and he's still. Ri- but I what, also hey, just, I, what what are you? I what's, had the okay. Kiki mistake. That's why I had Stills. I had it's stills. not
1: it's not a mistake. He had been he had been inactive. He had been benched, dude. It's not I a know. mistake. It's just something they changed in game. Yeah. It's not I a mistake. Stills projected for like a seventeen
2: percent target share, and Kiki was down at like single digit. And instead, Kiki. Did you were you projecting
1: Steven Mitchell for targets? No, I don't know that could I had him in there. Well, that was bad. But he was inactive today. But he had been on the team and been getting targets. What I, I'm actually curious while we're here, what do you have Michael Thomas for catch rate? What What do you actually project him for? Ninety eight percent. I mean, we uh, have him as by far. We have him as by far the highest guy in catch rate, and yes. we are still like not as high as Cardi. It's different, which is why. Well it's why cardi proje- it's why cardi always has thomas projected for more points than us
2: i had him projected today for a seventy nine percent catch rate seventy nine so we we had him for seventy six yeah
1: and that's so. ho- that's hot that's the highest anyone's been against the 49ers all year for us
2: yeah for th- for me yeah at seventy nine percent catch rate at a 8.4 out is really high but it's what thomas is
3: can we can we just talk about how Bad the people are who didn't play Thomas instead of. House. I mean, I not playing, playing Michael Thomas,
1: not playing Michael Thomas at 8,300 is is really, I would say, it's probably the worst decision that you could have made this year of the 14 slates of DFS. Not playing him today would have been the worst decision you could have made, relative think,
2: to the field. I think Michael Thomas is the highest floor, just player on a week to week basis. I mean, he's literally. Even when he was up at nine k, I would have played him over over CMC back. Then. I was playing him over CMC, and I think the fact that people didn't play him because of matchup is just insane to me. The fact that people think of Devontae Adams is even in the same.
1: Oh, any anyone who played Adams over uh, Hopkins or Watson, you can you can all. You, you can feel free to send me invites my name on DraftKings.com no, no. is Davis Maddock all
2: those people are broke. Five, they have no so
1: account five. funds left so
2: I five points about. of equity there. I they got mean. they got cr-
1: they got crowns left Sammy yeah I
3: mean the thing that you need to understand is that Michael Thomas didn't have a tough matchup the San Francisco 49ers had a tough had match.
1: a tough matchup to cover him
3: right like that's yeah. that's the way it is so
2: the thing is it doesn't like those you cannot cover those slants that he does like he's going to get he's going to uh, get dude you run.
1: know what's even more intense is it's not the the slants obviously are uncoverable but it's the it's the little button hook that he runs dude like mm-hmm. I, that play i don't think i've ever seen that play go for an
2: incompletion ever no. it's like the old Eric decker it's like the old decker play
1: no we can't even talk about the <laughs> decker play dude i'll get too excited <laughs> <laughs>
2: people used to people used to fade
1: eric decker
3: open on his computer and like three of them are p-hub and one is the gif of eric decker's
1: route dude people don't like like, probably some people they don't even know about this play that uh that eric decker used to run and he would run he ran it on every team that he played for and uh it was consistent
2: red zone target i mean yeah, he was. I mean,
1: last. he ran he ran it with the Jets, and he ran it. He scored, Broncos, dude. This is Broncos. so crazy. He scored twelve touchdowns that year with the Jets. His age twenty eight season when Ryan Fitzpatrick and Geno Smith were the quarterbacks, and all of those touchdowns were on that pre step motion. And he comes in, and he's right behind. Of uh, uh, who's the other wide receiver? Uh, Brandon Marshall. So he's right behind oh, yeah. Brandon Marshall, and the tight end is right there. And he and he just rubs right in and he just turns around and he just catches the, it. It was unstoppable, dude. I don't think that play ever failed.
3: I wish you guys could see the video of Davis right now in his, like, wife beater. Like, it's not a wife beater. Dude, like I don't wife, wear wife beaters. It's like a wife, white t-shirt with, like, this collar that they make fun of on commercials. And he's, like, kind of, like, moving around and gestating like he's Eric Decker. It's really something. You got very excited there. Really
1: something. Uh, dude, uh, those, were, those were some of my best years of DFS because no one would play him. Decker would come in every week, and he would be, like, 18%, and he'd just be, he'd score a touchdown and have Nate, five Nate wasn't
3: Nate wasn't playing him because he didn't pop in the model, but... Oh, he no, did, dude, his, no. his whopper wasn't high Decker enough. was you the know, model
2: play. Decker was, like, the most consistent wide receiver, and it was just every week I played Decker. Oh, well.
1: he really, He really was, and he, would be, he was, like, 5,600 every week. It's kind of yeah. back when you understood that the DFS was more of an art. Nate. It's more of an art. It's really more of an art. Yeah.
3: You got to watch the film.
1: Uh... So yeah, if you didn't play Hopkins or or Thomas, you're you're a I dumb, sick fish. It. Yeah. Uh, Ian Thomas, I I didn't I didn't really think about anyone else. I like, did. Oh,
3: I did. Nate, I, almost, I wish yeah. I wish you'd have faded. Nate
1: Thomas. Nate was Nate was worried that Chris Manhurts, who's been in the NFL since 2014 and has 10 career targets, was going to work into Ian Thomas's uh, snap share a little bit. Yeah. Well, because, so I mean, so
3: his so his note like his roto. World Note or whatever said, oh, they're going to use a committee approach, blah, blah, blah. Yeah,
1: the, the the coach mentioned Alex Arma, the fullback, who I believe did not record a touch today. He
2: didn't.
3: Yeah, he didn't. So, I, I don't know, like, were you guys at all concerned about this? I think I know the answer. I was.
2: I was. Davis was not. I I definitely was, and I thought it lowered his floor quite a bit. I think I originally had just projected him for similar to Greg Olson usage, but after that, I was like, oh, dang, they're not committed to this guy at all. And I thought it changed his, not like his median outcome, but his floor outcome. And I think too many people go like, well, this Alex Arma sucks or whoever this Chris Hart, he sucks. But the reality is we've learned that coaching is not like rational. And I do not assume rational coaching when it comes to things like that. So if-
1: so what you just, you just assume that, uh, that, uh, man was going to find, um, the first coach ever that believed in him as a wide receiver, including his college coach
2: as a tight end though, even if you take 10 snaps away from him, a couple routes like that, these are already like lower usage guys like that. Stuff like that is a huge floor. I don't know. I ended up playing him just because of the price 2.5. I thought, even though I thought his floor was very low from like a raw total standpoint from a per dollar standpoint, I didn't think his floor could have been that bad. I wanted I Kittle, though. I really I wanted Kittle.
3: I, I get it. I wasn't worried about all that noise because I've seen how they did this in the past when Olsen has missed games. Last week when Olsen got hurt, Ian Thomas came in he got, you know, whatever, like four, four targets and, you know, like half the game. And it was just like, okay, like that's – he's their pass-catching guy. I, I, was, I wasn't worried about it at all. When they say, oh, these we're going to have a rotation, it's like, yeah. Sometimes they'll have goal line where they have multiple tight ends. Sometimes they'll run 11 personnel. Um, but the reality is, is that Thomas is going to be out there most of the time and he's going to be their main pass catcher. And I-, I wasn't worried about it at all.
1: I was not worried. I, I, I think we had him projected for a pretty healthy target share, uh, at, uh, at daily I think we had him for a 15% target share. I thought, I thought that was pretty reasonable. Yeah. And, and here's, and here's the thing. I do agree, Nate,
3: that he's got a pretty low floor because tight ends just do in general, I'm just way more likely to take that floor at twenty five hundred than I am at forty six hundred or four grand. Yeah. People are playing Griffin and Jack Doyle and stuff like that. Dude, like, if what? you
1: played if you played Ryan Griffin, my name on DraftKings Davis Maddock, send me an invite anytime.
3: Yeah, dude. Like the the case in tournaments. Like I played some Kittle in tournaments.
1: I played uh, I, mean, I played a bunch of Kittle and Waller and Kelsey. I thought it was way better there. Like I yeah. I like stone faded Bilal Powell in tournaments. I I nuked him entirely from my run. Just went Patrick Laird for the for the yeah hundred went hundred percent Patrick 100% Laird, Laird Laird. Bro Laird outscored Fournette. Laird outscored uh, Kamara. Kamara. Laird outscored Powell.
2: Yeah, I think for tight end, I, I was looking. I was looking to try to get up to Kittle um, or even even Fant at 3-4, I thought, had a just much better floor. But um, I think at 2-5, it was just – I ended up there. But I think Kittle was fine. Like, I think if you ended up going in the mid-range, though, that was probably a mistake.
3: Yeah, of course it is. It's, of course it is because those guys have super low floors just the same. They just yeah. cost You're a just bunch. you
2: paying extra $1,000. Yeah. Like, uh, so Noah Fant's a baller. Uh, he is a baller. And I think I I played him in games like because his price was great on FanDuel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was, what did he get? We,
1: we, we had a very sick Noah Fant projection. We had him projected for like more fantasy points than a lot of guys that people played. And I, uh, I limited my, like, so something optimizers will give you a lot that you would never hand make is tight end in the flex. And uh, I just unchecked that option in the Daily Roto Optimizer, and that was a uh, big time bad because the like like Fant Thomas lineups uh, had a lot of very good and high scoring players in them. That was that was mentally weak, Davis. Nate would have done no such thing. Nate Nate Nate, Nate doesn't even see positions, dude. He just sees points. Trust the math. Yeah, trust
2: the trust math. Trust the math. Um, outcomes
1: uh so uh, we all we all played a terrible defense well actually i don't know what sammy played but uh yeah, I, the, uh, the,
2: played, ta- the... Played you the played
1: who the bucks yes okay we all played a terrible defense and and i'll say this
3: if i had a hundred dollars more i would have i would have the...
2: ended up with indianapolis i
3: would have played the Colts. yeah
2: i, I mean, have. I probably, just... I probably
3: i probably would have just played the bucks because they were at
2: home
1: no, the, the the dude, the team that plays Jameis is yeah. The like, team Dope. that plays Jameis, it doesn't matter. You can be playing nope. on the mood with I uh, I just, guys.
2: I probably would have played Arizona going up against Duck.
1: Nah, I, I I tweeted this earlier, but like we're
3: all pretty stupid for not just realizing that we should just stack Jameis and the opposing defense. The correlation and just yeah. like print GPPs.
2: Jameis, Jameis Bald, Jameis Bald. Oh yeah, helped out, he helped out my tournament teams quite a bit.
3: He was, he, he, I mean, him and Breeze were like my only two tournament quarterbacks. I had a very thin field this week. I didn't lo- I didn't like any of the quarterbacks this week,
2: frankly. Jameis did it too without Mike Evans. That was the bad thing. Is most of my Jameis teams had Evans, so
3: Same. that's that's why I'm only like kind of rich instead of completely rich.
2: Yeah, not so rich, but uh, yeah, Jameis is a baller, and too many people don't get it, but. I don't
1: know. How, how mad are you going to be when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do not re-sign him and he's like start he's like a backup quarterback somewhere next year?
2: Somebody will sign him.
1: Nate's going to retire. <laughs> That's the day that Nate hangs up his DFA. The, the Cincinnati Bengals sign him to be a one-year bridge for Joe Burrow. I would oh, take Jameis
2: Winston over Trubisky 10 times out of 10. I mean, that would be <laughs>
1: – well. Dude, I'm pretty sure that Dude. Trubisky is the next quarterback for the St. Louis Battlehawks of the XFL, so I don't think can you, you got to worry about okay, that. Can you
2: imagine what Jameis Winston would do to Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson Can you, can you imagine k wide receiver next year. Can you imagine
1: what your favorite football team losing to Mitch Trubisky in primetime felt like?
2: <laughs> it was glorious. I mean, it, it was – I loved it. Are you, do you
1: want the Bears to win right now? You can't possibly want that. Um, what good is them
2: winning games doing right now? I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think that... I don't trust that front office enough to think even if losing... Exactly, so you want the front office to get fired. You want it all gone. Yeah, I mean, Pace trading up to get Drew There's, yeah, Dude,
1: Pace Pace spent one of his very limited draft picks on Kareth White, who, was, who was Devin Singletary's backup at FAU, and then cut and him, and now he's him. getting carries for the Steelers. Oh, I love that guy. That
3: guy's great. Hey, uh... Are you ready to admit? Do you, do you have an apology to make for Mike Tomlin and his coaching acumen? Me? Yeah, he might win no, uh, coach
1: of no, the no. year. Why am I no?
2: <laughs> Don't think I'm Davis and L. I'm not taking an no. L. <laughs>
1: you think I'm taking an L because this Steelers team is eight and five, <laughs> running so hot?
0: Let's <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's
1: so just pure. you know what. Let's just take a little. Let's take a little stroll down the Steelers Pro Football Reference. And let's just see some of these games that they have. Quote: I'm gonna I'm gonna put one in quotes because I think some have just been a concession. Uh, so okay, they beat the they beat the uh, they beat the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, who uh, I you know what? I'll give you this. He might be a better coach than Cliff Kingsbury. So there's that. Yeah, uh, the not uh, a coward. That's why. the the the, uh, the Cleveland Browns. Don't even think they really count right now uh pretty sure pretty sure the the bears are better than them the uh the Cincinnati Bengals they're not trying uh lost to the browns big big win over the Los Angeles Rams when uh the Rams were going through their uh their depressing period where Jared Goff did not throw a touchdown during the month of November, the Indianapolis colts and uh that Miami Dolphins game where we were sweating every second of it oh our my God, that
3: Monday night game, yeah. Yeah, we're sweating that hard. We almost beat Baltimore. We almost beat Lamar Jackson.
1: Lamar Jackson. I guess the the best compliment I could give to them right now is at least they're not playing Mason Rudolph anymore. God, I mean I, I feel so
3: confident now that Mason Rudolph's not playing. Mason Rudolph worse than Kyle Allen. Oh yeah. Oh, it's not even close. Like Mason Rudolph close. is is gonna be uh, mitch trubisky's backup for the you know argonauts or no
1: dude the new the new bit the new bit on fantasy football podcast now is you got to reference xfl teams when you're talking about the st louis BattleHawks you you Uh, work you work with that uh okay let's i want to talk i want to talk about some of the prices for next week Gurley coming off of uh like a full workhorse game 6k against dallas don't do it why not? Well, if you remember last time after he faced Seattle with the full workhorse game, he just didn't play the next game. He just took the game off
2: against the 49ers. That thing feels so trappy. Coming off a primetime game where we see him all this work, like, I don't know, playing a lot of stuff. Oh, well, y-
1: you, know, you know the trap that I'm going to fall into? Uh, Chris Carson, now that his backup Rashad Penny is out for the rest of the year, 7,500 against Carolina. Uh, I'm probably going to fall for that. Too. Yeah, it's just don't how do you even not? How, like how do you have the strike? I don't know. Yeah, I'm falling Process. for that.
3: Dude, Prosize wasn't on the field like even even tonight when they were running their 2-minute drill. I mean got Prosize got some snaps, but it was mostly Carson. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Saquon Barkley is 7700 at home to the Miami Football
2: Dolphins? That actually might be the first time I play Saquon in a long time.
1: It's so gonna be thin. Gonna be thin there. Uh, Saquon is the worst, and the Dolphins are somehow worse. Hey,
3: hey uh, you guys, Fournette's playing Oakland.
1: He's at a reasonable salary, seventy six hundred. Yeah,
2: I mean he was seventy eight. The week. Carson Fournette, like that's a. We're gonna be playing one of those two.
1: Uh, no, no Michael Thomas on this slate. Chris Godwin with no Mike Evans is seventy seven hundred. Okay, so that's a lock I mean we can't we uh, we're we're locking all the expensive players or running out second. of salary here.
2: It's ah uh, frick, they priced Jameis up. <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it's Jameis Godwin. Now that you
1: Stills Stills is somehow more expensive than he was this last week.
3: Dude, everybody is gonna go Jameis to Godwin and bring it back with Galladay and that's
1: No, like, every we we all said that we all said that uh, two weeks ago that everyone's going to play Jameis and no one did. Yeah. People I'm going
3: to make a lineup with that right now and just, like, throw it in the Millie.
1: Jimmy G, 6,100 at home to Atlanta. Oh, yeah. God. Like that. What about this Drew Locke fella? Just kid has a cannon. <laughs>
3: I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch any of that game. Dude, uh, I, so I mean, style. I
1: watched him. I watched him in college. So I'm being a little bit disingenuous, like acting like I don't know who he is. Uh, he's w- perhaps one of the. He's actually got the Jameis Winston syndrome, where when he's playing from ahead, he plays very optimal football and doesn't take like a lot of unnecessary risks. But if his team is down ten points, he's just like, oh, triple covered. Don't care. Let's get it. So like he he, so I he had lock just him in. he just well I he just had guys. these. Like his passer rating in college when his team was like down 10 or more points was like 46 or something. Like he was just horrible. So I don't know. You got that going for him. He is uh, 5,700 at Kansas City. The Kansas City backfield, who do you think played the most snaps out of Spencer Ware, Darwin Thompson, and uh, LaShawn McCoy? I
2: watched a little, uh, maybe, might have been Ware. I mean, Darwin.
1: Where played 28, McCoy played 22, Darwin played 18.
2: Yeah, I who is it was Ware.
1: They, Ware, is, Ware is, uh, 3,100. He had five carries and two targets. Darwin is 4,100. He had four carries and five targets. Super egregious drop mixed in there. Sean McCoy, 11 carries and three targets.
3: Yeah, the moral of the story is you can't
1: play any of them. I don't know, man. I'll probably play some of them in GPP.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if what if uh, what if McCoy gets benched for load management again? Uh, then
3: then you know we all play Finish wearing cash and then we and then we pivot to Darwin and GPPs and we don't win anything. That's so
1: you if uh, if. G- I I mean, it sounds like Jacobs might just be done for the year. He was – the way Rapsheet reported it was that uh, he had a shoulder injury and he was going to get an MRI after the game. But it's unclear because he's had this shoulder injury since the Packers game. So, I don't know why he – like, I don't know if it got worse or, like, what happened or if he just decided that, like, the pain management was too much. But um, DeAndre Washington is 4,700 – at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars, that would be the lockupotamus.
3: Yeah, I mean if yeah, if he's the starter, of course. I mean, I was I was really impressed by the work that he got in the passing game. He was good.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was really good. Well, he played. Here's he had I seven like seven targets.
1: Well, there were people in the daily Roto Slack chat like asking about him, like if he could catch passes. I was like, dude, he went to Texas Tech. He he caught
2: 130 passes in four seasons. No, for Davis, sure. he, when you can play Fournette. net. At seventy eight hundred instead of a three k Washington, you got to do it.
1: Well, he Sammy was really dedicated to playing Derek Carr. He really because, well, Nate, because what you don't understand is that with Jacobs out, they were gonna pass more near the goal line.
2: <laughs> fade, fade, Mahomes, fade Washington. Could keep, gotta keep Fournette in. I'm
3: surprised with that game script. Uh, Nate didn't just jam Waller in cash again.
1: <laughs> no, he wanted to. You know, he wanted to. No, nope, you it know was who I wanted. Because Kittle, Kittle was, was cheaper. Yeah, Kittle was pretty cheap, I guess.
2: I wanted Kittle real bad.
1: Waller is $5,500 next week at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Anyone um, I, have any other I don't, I don't, big observations? A, guys, this was a bad show. No, Some this this show's terrible. No,
1: we 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 did good. We we found a way to make it interesting. Uh I don't I don't actually think that's true,
3: but I just want to apologize to everybody. It sucks when we all win and you know, I wish Nate had faded Ian Thomas and it didn't happen. And
2: you know, but, you know no, swap, because my swap his, no, his was swap was better. Yeah, my swap team literally would have crushed your soul. I would
3: have been. Oh, out. dude, I don't, I don't give a damn about all that. I still would have dunked on you because it was just stupid.
0: It kind
1: of stupid, stupid like play like playing like playing fat net for eight hundred more DraftKings dollars than
2: Alvin no, Kamara. The fact that none of us played Devonta feels bad. He was like, oh, uh, Dusta four. Freeman. At five four with the workload that he was supposed Dude, to. Dude, I don't,
1: I don't care the math. I'm, I'm just, I'm not playing that guy.
2: That seems bad. And man. that's
1: that. Well, you know,
3: you got it's, it's more of an art, Davis. You just gotta- it's
1: my, Nate. It's really more of an art, except for that we had the exact same team this week, which is pretty frustrating. <laughs> So that's probably going to do it for us here at uh, the Gilcast. Make sure to check out dailyroto.com. Thanks for listening to us on the
2: uh, Roto Grinders podcast. And we will uh, we'll be back next week.